Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Terrifying Lies Podcast with music and stories by Craig Nibo. Greetings, friends, and welcome to the Terrifying Lies podcast, where all are welcome to indulge in the sweet escape to the dark side. I am Craig Nibo, your host. If you like the Terrifying Lies podcast and want to keep it on the air, you can contribute by clicking on the links in the description. A donation of even 99 cents per month, that's just $12 per year, less than the cost of a McDonald's combo meal, helps. You can even send tips via Venmo. Most of all, be sure to share the podcast with friends. Word of mouth can make miracles. Today, I give you part three of three, the conclusion of Tesla v. Cthulhu, the musical. If you haven't heard parts one and two, I encourage you to go back and listen to those episodes. Otherwise, you might become a bit confused. The story so far. A battle for the fate of humanity waged against the very forces of darkness themselves. Our heroes, Fritz Lowenstein and Alice, stand alone against the sinister coven of witches and their monstrous master, Cthulhu. Armed with nothing but a makeshift arsenal and their own ingenuity, they fight to prevent the unspeakable horrors that would be unleashed should the witches succeed in their dark ritual. The fate of the world hangs in the balance as our heroes make their last stand, staring down the abyss with nothing but courage and determination to guide them. Will they triumph against the eldritch abominations that threaten to engulf them, or will the forces of darkness snuff out the light of human innovation forever? Welcome to Tesla v. Cthulhu, a musical, part three of three, the conclusion of a journey into the heart of darkness, where the battle for survival is fought with every fiber of human strength and resilience. With no more delay, I give you part three of three of Tesla v. Cthulhu, the musical, written and composed by Craig Nibo, performed by an incredibly talented ensemble of actors, musicians, and singers. It's time to get the show on the road, sisters. Finish the ritual. I'm tired of this puny avatar. Make me whole. That is not dead, which can eternal lie. And with strange eons, even death may die. Cthulhu raises a finger to silence the sisters. Jerusha moves over to Tesla with her dagger and wand. She puts the dagger to his arm. Alice raises her lasso and starts to move out of cover. Fritz holds her back. We have to do something. Not just yet. Alice reluctantly settles back into cover. Let it not be said that the great Nikola Tesla never made a contribution to transforming the world. Jerusha 
cuts Tesla on the back of the hand and collects some of the blood on her wand. She moves to the altar, picks up the Necronomicon, and begins to read, aiming her wand at Cthulhu. We can't just run in without a plan. It's all about cause and effect. Without the proper cause, we will not exact the desired effect. As Fritz looks over their supplies, a plan dawns on him. He ties the end of the cable to a loop on the chain shot and loads the carronade cannon. He hands the other end of the cable to Alice. What am I 
I supposed to do with this? Follow my lead. Fritz steps into the clearing, interrupting the ritual. The witch sisters hiss at Fritz. Not so fast, Daughters of Chaos. Come on, kid, you're cramping my style. Can't you see we have a little thing going on here? I see that your puppy has come, perhaps to lick your cold, dead hand. Make that puppies. Alice steps into the clearing. This throws Fritz off. You were supposed to wait in the bushes. I felt pretty sure when you said follow your lead, you meant follow your lead. Fine, we'll wing it. Jerusha raises her wand. By the infernal night of Dagon, I summon the forces of antimatter and- Hold off, sister. Let's hear what they have to say. Who doesn't love a little idle threat before the world folds in on itself? Fritz aims the carronade cannon at Cthulhu. It's like going up against a volcano with a pea shooter, little boy. Fritz tries to light the fuse, but the lighter misfires. No. You gotta flick the thing with your... Try shaking it up first. Yeah, that's it. Now use a nice little snapping motion. Ah, for the love of just let me do it. Cthulhu snaps his fingers and the fuse sparks to life. Follow your lead, huh? Everyone stands still, looking at each other while the fuse hisses. <laughs> Looks like we have all eternity to chat before your little pop gun goes off. I'm a reasonable great old one. Let it never be said that I lack patience for my subjects before I bring in a whole lot of hurt. Lay it on me, little boy. I'm all ears. Just what is it that you want to say before you bite the eternal big one? If you had asked me a few hours ago if he was worth saving? Fritz flicks a glance at Tesla. I would have said, maybe, if it was convenient, and if there was something in it for me. Fact is... Nikola Tesla is a horribly overbearing taskmaster with a heavy thumb that he has managed to keep on my neck ever since I took the job as his assistant. You are ungrateful, Laos. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, you are an unpardonable pariah with smelly breath. Nothing compensates for the lack of brain power, my simple friend. Are you talking about me? That's a change. Because you usually talk about you. So uncompromisingly brilliant and innovative. Did you know that he does a nightly ritual of curling his toes 100 times on each foot to stimulate his brain power? Fritz looks at Tesla's feet. You're doing it now, aren't you? Not necessarily. I could have an itch. Are you partners in the advance of science or a married couple? Get on with it. Your fuse is burning, man. Cthulhu nods toward the carronade cannon. Even being the pompous, narcissistic, eccentric that he is, I was convinced by friends... Fritz glances at Alice. Hello. ...that there is something in him worth saving. After all, he gave the world power and light. That's something I plan to remedy. And although most of his so-called inventions and claims are inconclusive bunk, did you know that he published a paper reporting that he has communicated with Martians? That's probably true. My cousin Sathagua has a summer home on Mars. He's a lovely fellow. The truth is, all the arrogance and self-indulgent parading aside, Tesla has advanced science. 
And it is through science, not this supernatural clown act, that we as Earthlings have inscribed our mark on this great big spinning blue ball. We're spinning on this big blue ball of monumental speed At perfect proximity to the sun And gravity, a constant force, exactly property Balances place and acceleration The Mayans knew 18.6 years cycled out the moon Copernicus, a planetary balloon Of spinning bodies in their paths from Venus to Neptune and design are forces you can never undermine your magic and illusions politics and silly spells are hollow empty things you jezebels given the age of reason academically this is the time and season of abundancy as for your dull diversion analogically they are but thick abstractions insipidity to science invariably when in compared to magic one can clearly see that in the hands of reason inner we set the bar and in so far your hands are absentee it's the age of power light and speed living out illuminated dreams science led us out of dark and caves Ahead to convalescing days oh, It's the age of power, lights and steam Living out in illuminated dreams Science led us out of dark and caves Full ahead to convalescing days The Terrifying Lies Podcast will return after this short commercial break. Lies podcast. The witch sisters hiss and try to advance on Fritz. He holds them at bay with the carronade cannon, fuse still hissing its way along. So much scientific blither blather. You think you are special? Fact is, you fit right into the humanistic paradigm. Fat and weak with puerile ideas floating on the gas of naive, shifting speculation. You and your theories can burn. You underestimate the might of natural energy. Do you have any idea what kind of experiments I and Nicola have been running back at our laboratory? My laboratory? His laboratory? Fritz clips the end of the long cable to one of Tesla's coils. The cable now runs from the coil through a long loop and into the carronade cannon, where it is clipped to the shot. 
Jerusha and her sisters draw sacrificial daggers and surround Fritz. He trains the carronade cannon on them, keeping them at bay. But it is difficult. They surround him and try to get at him from every angle, hissing and cursing. Your experiments are nothing but sparks a child generates as a joke by rubbing his feet over the ground and touching his playmate. Actually, our experiments are founded in the concepts we discover in static power transmission. Shut Shut up. up! So you haven't seen Nikola screw a light bulb into the ground only to have it illuminate by means of earthbound conducted power? Parlor tricks. You haven't seen the vast trenches of char and ruin generated by his lightning force emissions? No man controls the storm. Enough lollygagging. Let's get the show on the road, man. I'm tired of being small. Jerusha raises a torn page from the Necronomicon and reads... Kanda, Estrata, Tatun, Hazan, Sobar, Ergret's Gut, Nosferatos, Amantos, Kanda! Smoke and light hit Cthulhu as the spell begins to take effect. Whoa! Feeling... Groovy. Kanda, Estrata, Tantun, Hazan, Sobar, Ergretz, Gat, Nosferatos, Amantos, Kanda. Catch! Fritz tosses the Columbus egg toward Tesla. Tesla catches it and looks back at Fritz, confused. The word is power. Tesla nods, taking Fritz's cue and starts tapping out the word power in Morse code on the tower with the egg. Meanwhile, back at Tesla's laboratory, Hercule sleeps in his chair. The Morse code armature goes crazy, relaying the word power over and over. Slowly, Hercule wakes up. When he hears the word, he panics. Oh, that's it, that's the signal. Oh, now where's that master switch? Hercule searches the lab for the switch overlooking a large lever with a sign that reads, Master Switch. Meanwhile, at the Lightning Wood, the sisters continue chanting their spell. Kanda, Estrata, Tantun, Hazan, Sobar, Ergretz, Gat, Nosferatos, Amantos, Kanda. Now, Alice! Alice throws her lariat and lassos Cthulhu. Kill him, sisters! Kill him! The sisters close on Fritz and begin tearing at him. He fights, but it looks like a losing battle. Alice ties the other end of a rope to the Tesla coil to which the cable is connected. Still in the middle of the fight, Fritz aims the carronade cannon straight up. It fires. The chain shot takes the end of the cable up into the sky. Alice dives for cover. Meanwhile, at Tesla's laboratory, Hercule finally finds the master switch. Oh, Eureka! He throws the switch. A huge generator starts up, emitting lightning-scaled power. Meanwhile, at the lightning wood, Lightning strikes, erupting the Tesla coils into balls of electricity. In the middle of the lightning frenzy, Tesla seems to stand in the eye of the hurricane. He takes a moment to reflect on the consequences of his actions.
Unconscious, under the influence of the lightning crackling all around him, everything goes black. Everyone lies prone, knocked out cold by the transmitted power. Ursula is the first to awaken. She groggily stands up and surveys the scene. Fritz comes around, sitting up, rubbing his aching head. Jerusha spots Cthulhu's avatar now turned into a charred skeleton. No! Jerusha runs to the skeleton, kneels, and scoops it up into her arms. What have you done? Fritz stands up. Never doubt the majesty of unbridled modern science. Alice gets up, groggy and weak, 
Jerusha aims a spurning finger at Fritz. Non faccio boli cresti capelli, ma faccio boli questa roba. Unata ielamnia e cure. Di quello che non possa chivere e non possa pustare in mezzo alle straghe. Tutti debbi sempre trovar. Ursula and Gabrielle arouse. They get up and take their places at Jerusha's side. As Jerusha recites the spell, Alice walks to the witch, rubbing her feet on the ground as she goes. She moves around Jerusha, still rubbing her feet. She touches Jerusha on the nose. A static spark pops. Ow, that hurt. Go away. Clash with an occultist, with a taste for human torment on her mind, set on sending us to ruin and destruction, with her grit and absolution intertwined. Should you ever find yourself assailed by magic, necromancy, divination, and black arts, it's a silly carousel. And it's easy to dispel incantation with deductive counterparts. It's time to quit your foolish ventures, inconsequential antiquated scanty goals. Listen, mademoiselle, you're a tricky Jezebel, but there is nothing in the powers you extol. It's time to quit your absurd fancies. You should recognize the taste of cold defeat. You're the perfect paragon of debacle and retreat. And your misplaced bonfavon is obsolete. You taste the wrath of vengeance when I complete my penance. For Cthulhu only sleeps, he merely slumbers underneath And he will rise up from the darkness of the deep So take your ludicrous caucus Go with your rudiment cronies today Your disenchanted counterfeited Overrated, speculated soiree
Snatches the Necronomicon from the altar and, accompanied by her sisters, heads to the edge of the clearing. Just before she and her sisters make their exit, she turns to Fritz, Alice, and Tesla. You haven't seen the end of us. Cthulhu still lives, and we remain the chosen sisters to bring his ruin upon you all! Yeah, maybe you should consider theater. You really are quite good. Jerusha and her sisters huff and head into the woods. Tesla wakes up in a panic. All the pretty pigeons! What did I miss? Slowly, he realizes his surroundings. Just as Fritz opens his mouth to explain it all to Tesla, knocking erupts from the altar. Along with muffled cries for help, everyone turns to look. Alice moves to the altar and checks it over. She finds a locking mechanism and switches it. The altar opens up. Out spills strand to glass, looking haggard and filthy. I can't breathe in this thing. He looks up at Alice and flies into a panic, back crawling away. No, 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 no. You can't sacrifice me. I have too much to live for. I'm thinking about becoming a proctologist. Alice steps towards Strand and offers him a hand. He hesitates for a moment, then takes it. She helps him up. Well, if it isn't Strand Glass, you've caused quite a stink around town. Let's get you home to your parents. There's no matter of chance for a 
circumstance Should we choose to advance On our forward praise We explore the expanse From a thorough stance There is no circumstantial space for happenstance And the world seems stunned by everything we've done It's an era of scientific acumen It's an age for the credited clinician It's a time for intelligence and cognition It's a probable that now we join the sweat We can usually get through the ugly end To the crux of the problem that upon us set It's a world of inventiveness, a modern set To the future we maneuver With science our prime mover We can travel any smoother on our This has been part three of three of Tesla v. Cthulhu, the musical, written and composed by Craig Nibo, performed by an incredibly talented ensemble of actors, musicians, and singers. I hope you've enjoyed this production. To date, I've not released a soundtrack nor dramatic recording, so this is a bit of an exclusive, specifically for you, dear listener. 
Even more, this musical is ready for the stage. I don't have the resources to produce it, but I have scripts, tracks, and more standing by. Who knows, there might be someone out there who has the talent to put Tesla v. Cthulhu on stage. Otherwise, it will continue to reside on the dark shelves of my most chilling collection. Either way, I loved producing it. Even more, I loved sharing it with you. Until next time, I bid you sweet dreams. Or should I say, sweet nightmares. This has been the Terrifying Lies Podcast. Please, come again. You're welcome here. <laughs>